What's happening world? My name is George Julian. I was a soldier for eight years in the British Army, been a civilian for five years. During my time of service, I've done two tours of Afghanistan, Herrick 11, Herrick 16, became a PTI. After that time, I just got out of the military, found my feet as an outdoor fitness instructor. And if you were tuned in just before this live, I've just covered my 10 pillars of fulfillment, which by the way, thank you everybody everywhere who has donated to help launch. If you don't know what I'm talking about, guys and girls, quickly just go check out the Go fund me campaign. It's all to do with my 10 pillars of fulfillment book. It's something that I put together when I was uh, going through my depression and my PTSD. I thought I need to help others. And that book is going to be for those that need it. We're nearly at halfway and it's exciting news. But anyway, back to what I'm talking about right now. This is soldier to veteran, everything about being soldier and being a veteran. So if you're a soldier and a veteran, give us a thumbs up, give us a like, give us a comment. Let me know where you're from. Let me know where you or what you served in, what unit, if you was army, navy, RAF, special forces, that'd be mad. And if you're like a family member of a serving soldier, or you know, you had someone that was in the army and you just want to know more about what goes on inside the minds and the psychology of soldiers, or if you're you're wanting to know more, unfortunately, the soldier that you're speaking to doesn't know the words to explain how they feel most likely going to find the answers here. So let's have a quick recap on what we talked about last week. We talked about three things that affect the mind and psychology of soldiers, and that is the hero element, the exposure element, and the superiority complexes. If you want to know more about that, then just check the video from last week. Tonight, though, what we are going to talk about, I was asked this question, I think, about two years ago. Do you think being in the army desensitized you? And you know what? I'd never been asked that question before, ever. I had to think about it and thought, wow, yes, it has. You know, after going through my depression, I realized that there's a lot of healing in feeling, right? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in on that. I'm going to explain that. I had to be okay with crying, with feeling pain. I had to be okay with dealing with pain. I had to go through a process of knowing that it's okay to feel again. Whereas when I was a soldier, we never really acknowledged that. I mean, yeah, I've made videos in the past explaining about some situations when I should have reacted a bit more with a human heart rather than with a stoic, cold heart. I won't lie, growing up in Luton, it wasn't a very friendly environment and you had to be a little bit harder. Yeah, you might traditionally hear some New Yorkers say, we're from New York, we're quite hard. And you might get people from Ireland be quite tough people. And it is all about environment. You become a product of your environment. However, back to what we're talking about being desensitized in the military, I think it's a different type of desensitization. I'm talking about being exposed to some unnatural things and not reacting as you should if it was a normal situation. So for example, if you witnessed someone get shot in the street, you should react quite normally, fearful for your own life. Where Whereas as soldiers, we were trained so well in being resilient mentally that it doesn't even occur to us that the seriousness of the danger, don't get me wrong, we obviously knew like the outcome is a possibility. However, the fear factor, it just didn't exist. I know that sounds quite baffling for some, and I think a lot of soldiers will agree that we are not very fearful and that therefore creates a false sense of security. It's like one minute, you're unstoppable, you're unbreakable. Next minute, it's almost like a naive confidence. It's dangerous. You can be damaged. And I'm not talking about physically, I'm talking about emotionally, like mentally. This is where the clash 
happens. You could be faced with the darkness of your mind, your thoughts, and then you end up vulnerable. You end up lonely and you don't reach out because it's confusing. You're not supposed to feel like this weak, vulnerable person. That's not who you are. You've been trained to be harder and tougher. And you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? This is where I was when I got asked this question. Back to the question for anyone that's just tuning in. Do you think being in the army desensitized you? Ask yourself the same question. And I think most will agree with a yes. I actually asked this question to one of the viewers. He responded with, desensitization, in my opinion, is necessary whilst an active soldier. If we didn't have it, you wouldn't be able to function in the tough situations or communicate clearly as we do on the front line. However, coming out, you're faced with having to come to grips with a complete change in environment. A change in social groups means workplaces now become a place where you have to censor your behavior. All this amounts to is a soldier having his or her usual support structure and due to the emotions being suppressed for so long, spurts of anger or depression as these are strong basic emotions and I appreciate that really do took time to really uh digest the question I guess and you know come with an answer like that um one thing that struck me was the use of workplaces now become a place where you have to censor your behavior yeah when we were soldiers I say when we were there's still guys serving now but when I was a soldier, I suppose I didn't have to overthink how I was acting. I didn't have to overthink how I was. I was just surrounded by like-minded people who got it. We were all exposed to a lot at war, coming home. We were told this, told that, be here at this time. You know, we were just so institutionalized that we were very protected in the institution, right? I remember my first job as a civilian, there wasn't one soldier in the room. It was all civvies, right? And to think like them, is a challenge. It's very challenging because I, I'm not one of them. However, now me, fast forward five years, I'm very civvy. For me to go back into the military, I, I don't even want to. And now that's a whole nother video. I'll probably talk about that in a whole nother video. I think I speak for most veterans now that are civvied for a, a while. It won't go back. Wherever you're from, guys and girls, comment below, let me know. Give us a like, give us a thumbs up. If you are a family member of a soldier, or if you are just using this moment to educate yourself on what goes on in the, in the minds of soldiers, then, you know, thank you and good stuff. Really do appreciate it. So yeah, um, just to recap, it's the question, do you think being in the army desensitized you? That's quite a tough question. It's quite a big positive self-reflection as well. There may be some soldiers out there who genuinely are in denial. This is something I found myself having to accept when I became a civilian. One of the first things I had to get over, which is a little bit separate to this, but it, it kind of goes in hand with it when it comes to denial, is that as soldiers, it, it was almost like I felt like the world owed me something. However, it doesn't. You know, now that I'm a civilian, I pity soldiers that think that way. I don't know why we were trained to think that way. Or even if it was the training, it might not have been the training. It just might have been what came with the nature of the job. When we went to Afghan, we'd do six months, come home, and no one has a clue what we just did. And then you do it again. Like done two tours. Some men done three tours, back-to-back -to -back tours, because they didn't want to be in England. They just thought, I'm much better off doing this, you know? And that right there. It can be very, very difficult to accept that when we are serving or when we are in the army doing what we do, it's not the reality. It's separate. It's almost like your real life gets put on hold. And then once you've done your service, you're back in the real world and you are expected to integrate with the real world.
this is me being truthful to all my brothers and sisters in the military. It is not, we're going to slow down for you so you can integrate easier. It's not like that. It's like, no, no, no. You need to get with the program. You can't ask the world to slow down. You must learn to speed up with the world. And it's ironic because civvy life is actually a lot slower than military life. And that's one of the clashes too. I'll have to do a whole nother video on that as well. Civvy life is a lot slower than military life. Things don't get done as fast. That's one of the adjustments you need to make. And also that no one gets you as a soldier. You will say a joke that we would roar at with laughter in the military. However, civilians are a lot more sensitive and politically correct. I hate that term. It is what it is. You can't say certain things. You won't get away with certain things. You won't, the banter levels are not the same. And to a degree, the childish behavior. We were very protected in the military. I know that we got away with a lot of stuff. We could go out and cause absolute havoc. We could turn places upside down, get away with ridiculous amounts of things that civvies won't get away with. Them sort of things there. Now it's changing. It's definitely changing. I've got a, a really good friend. He's just joined and he's telling me all about what's going on in his unit at the moment. And he says to me, Jules, he's a millennial, by the way. Now, of course, millennials have got their own world of issues. Like they're born into the tech age. They're already battling what it is to have communication skills. And we should be really catering to them, which is almost contradictory to what I just said about soldiers getting out as civilians. But I'm, I've got a soft spot for these millennials. It's not their fault. They were born into this situation. However, he is telling me that when he's in the army, he is wise enough to understand I'm actually being spoken to poorly. You know, this isn't right. Now, when I joined the military, we wouldn't even be spoken to. I remember I've got a few bangs to the face you know it was uh, it was definitely different era however this new era of soldier it's not that we're getting softer i just think that there are things being put in place to actually minimize the risk of soldiers taking their own lives feeling like they can't hack it no more and the pressure of being in that environment there are a lot of people in the pond that are big fish in small ponds. And that is also another thing that you will need to face when you get out of the army. Now, I know what I'm talking about, right? This soldier to veteran episode is not as uplifting as the last one, but I genuinely need to help as many of my veteran brothers and sisters as I can. The big fish in the small pond kind of attitude needs to go. When you get out, when you become a civilian, when you become a veteran, it's like a flipping ocean out here. No one's going to recognize you for being that big fish in that little pond. It just, it's not going to happen. So he was telling me that there are seniors that are so bullyish. And I said to him, you need to just know this right now. That's how that is in there. Out here, you're going to be all right. They're going to struggle. You're going to be all right. Now, this is just putting it out there for whatever situation you might see yourself in. Truth no longer hurts. It's appreciated. And I'm just saying, if you find yourself in that category and that you need help, just drop a message, all right? You aren't alone, okay? And we're very understanding as well. And that's what we're trying to build here, this community of soldiers and veterans and members and families and everyone that gets it. Like we need to understand what goes on in here. We need to understand what's happening in the psychology of things. And that's the whole purpose of soldier to veteran. So yeah, if you haven't done so already, guys and girls, make sure you're following, make sure you're liking the page, make sure you're sharing it, letting people know where we're at, letting people know what we're doing. Also, anybody in the military struggling with their mental health right now, you need to check out my GoFundMe. This 
what I'm doing with my 10 pillars of fulfillment book I've put together to help the mental health of not only soldiers and veterans, everybody, civilians included. Please check out the video on the GoFundMe, um, the 10 pillars of fulfillment and watch it. It will explain everything about how I can help you with your mental health. And other than that, you know, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can. I'm at George Julian World. That is soldier to veteran. Everybody everywhere. Peace and love.